This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. So at the time when this podcast episode is coming out, it is New Year's Eve 2018, and I can't believe it's the end of the year and that we're about to jump into 2019. So I know that only the really diehard podcast listeners are listening to this right now, but others of you will listen to it you know, a little bit in the future, and I sure hope that a lot of you do, because this is actually a, a much more valuable episode than I thought it was going to be. I, I'm really going to go over exactly all that's happened with Learn Jazz Standards this year, some of the best podcast episodes that have come out, and just some of the best things that you guys have done to make this year with Learn Jazz Standards just awesome. So let's first cue the music. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. Like I said, we are are just on the verge here at the time of the this, this recording is dropping here, this episode of launching into 2019, which is really a call for reflection. And you know, a lot of us are very reflective around this year. And I like to think about all the things that I've done in my life, including everything on Learn Jazz Standards. So if this is your first time ever listening to this podcast and you're dropping in on this episode, uh, just know this is not a regular episode by any means. Uh, normally we're doing jazz tips, advice. Sometimes we have guests on to do that as well. So this is a little bit of a different episode today. However, when I was planning this episode, I started realizing that it's actually a really valuable episode because we're really going to be talking about a lot of the valuable things that have happened on Learn Jazz Standards. And ultimately, my goal on Learn Jazz Standards is really only to help you become a better jazz musician. That's my whole goal. That's what I consider my job. And so that's what I do. And a lot of the stuff we talk about is, you know, what are the top five episodes, the top five downloaded episodes of this podcast? And I'll talk about why I think they are. I'm going to even tell you what my favorite episodes are of the podcast from 2018. And these are great episodes for you to go back and listen to because clearly they were valuable to a lot of people. And uh, and I think that's just going to be fun in and of itself, as well as just kind of look back at some other resources that happened this year that maybe some of you aren't aren't you know, hip to yet, or maybe don't know actually even happened. So I think this is going to be uh, helpful, even just making sure that we do a little recap altogether uh, so that everybody is on the down low. But first, before we jump into all that good stuff, I want to say thank you. I really want to say thank you. And I sent out a thank you letter uh, a little earlier uh, this month to my mailing list. So I hope you're on my mailing list. If you're not, learnjazzstandards.com forward slash join. And I want to say thank you because you guys are really why I do what I do on Learn Jazz Standards. You're the reason why I come out with uh, a jazz lesson, a blog post. Uh, I come out with 
a jazz lesson video and I come out with a podcast episode every single week. You know, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a lot of maintenance. Um, but I do this because I'm passionate about it and I do it because it helps you guys out and you guys give me that back. You give me that back by, you know, you sending me emails and saying, thank you. You guys give me that back by, you know, just being positive and by giving me more ideas. You give that back to me by buying my products so that I can help you even more. And I just want to thank you guys so much because you guys have made this year, I would say one of the best years in LGS on all fronts as far as coming out with great new content, as far as everything. I mean, you guys rock. I really appreciate you. I think, I think especially those of you who listen to the podcast, because um, you know, I'll let you in on a little secret. The podcast is really my favorite part of doing Learn Jazz Standards. I love doing the videos. I love doing the blog. I love everything about it, but I really love doing podcasting. So thank you so much for listening and for supporting. All right. So that's all that intro stuff. Let's jump into what's happened this year in Learn Jazz Standards and let's see what actually went on and what I think are some of the best things that happened. Let's do this. All right, so before we jump in and talk about the top five Learn Jazz Standards podcast episodes and also the two two of my favorite episodes of 2018, before we talk about that, let's talk about everything else that happened uh, on Learn Jazz Standards this year, because this was actually a really busy year. There's a lot that happened, a lot of new things that went on. So maybe you don't know about all of them, uh, or if you do know about them, I think you're just going to be interested to hear how all of this went down. So uh, let's start with first things first. Let's talk about YouTube. So YouTube this year, I started posting one video every single week, you know, like I do with the podcast and with the blog. And it's not that I wasn't posting YouTube videos before of you know jazz lessons and tips and stuff like that. Uh, I was doing it, but really not consistently at all, really not that much. And I decided this year that I wanted to try doing video because I thought that video would be a good way uh, to help uh, be another medium to help you guys learn how to play jazz and just for me to share more lessons and tips. So I started doing that in February of this year, started coming out with one YouTube video every single week, and I have continued to do that. And so far, I feel like it's been a great response, a lot of you have subscribed to the YouTube channel and a lot of you are watching those videos. I'm starting to get emails from you guys saying, hey, I really are enjoying the videos too. So that's been really uh, positive to, to hear that and to hear that it's helping a lot of you as well. So if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you can go to youtube.com forward slash learn jazz standards and get subscribed there because I do come out with new lessons every single week, just a different way to deliver content. And it's not usually ever the same as it is that week for the podcast or the blog posts and so it's really a way to diversify the stuff that I can offer you guys on Learn Jazz Standards. And so far, I think it's been positive. So I'm going to go ahead and continue on with it into 2019. And then the other cool thing that happened, this is kind of fun, and a lot of you I know are actually in this, is the Facebook group, the Learn Jazz Standards Facebook group. So I decided um, after I went to a conference in at the end of February, early March, I decided that, man, I would love to start a Facebook group because a lot of you are on my mailing list. A lot of you listen to my podcast. And you know you guys are all awesome people. And I hear from a lot of you too. 
And then I thought to myself, well, I'm like kind of cheating you guys of the full value when I know so many of you are talented musicians as well. And so many of you have different perspectives. Why can't I just get all of you together? And, you know, maybe you guys can help each other too. And then maybe I could help you guys more. And so I decided to start this Facebook community group. And a lot of you have signed up for that. I think we have about 1,600, which is actually only a small percentage of my audience here. But I know that a lot of you who are really into it have subscribed there. So, uh, that's been really great just to see everybody posting in the Facebook group and, you know, people giving their tips, some people asking questions. And, you know, just it's just been really cool to see how other people are helping each other in the community. And this is completely free, free of charge is something I decided I didn't want to charge any money for just a free community. So if you aren't involved in that, you can go to Facebook, you can actually go to uh, not Facebook.com, you can go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash community, learnjazzstandards.com forward slash community and get subscribed for that Facebook group. You have to answer like a few questions before I let you in because it is a private group. Just want to make sure that you're legit and uh, you know not going to be spammy or anything. And then I'll let you in that group. But it's been a very constructive group and a lot of fun just to see the Learn Jazz Standards community helping each other out. And it's been another place where sometimes I pop in as well and you know might give in some of my input when someone has a question about their playing or something that they're trying to work on in their jazz playing. So that was the Facebook group. Now, something new that I did with the podcast this year, and I think a lot of you may have noticed this, is I tried to involve you guys more in the podcast because, you know, ultimately, like I said earlier when I was thanking you, I mean, you guys are the reason I do what I do, and I want to help you guys the best. And sometimes I think it's really helpful to get on people like you who have your own stories, your own expertise. Many of you are on different levels of playing. Some of you are beginners. Some of you are more advanced. And it's really helpful to get some of you on to share some of your tips and advice. So starting with the birthday uh, in 2018, the two-year birthday of the podcast, or the three-year birthday, two-year birthday. Well, I'm losing track now. Anyways, I did this series where I allowed you guys to call in and uh, leave me some recordings of your tips and advice and your stories. And that was really cool. That was uh, happening in, in February. And that was really fun to do. And then throughout the year, sometimes I would get people that wanted to be a guest that had something to offer and I would feature them. Sort of like, you know, I had Christian Steineder on recently to talk about Alexander Technique. And that was such an interesting concept. And he's just a podcast listener. Um, so I also have been doing some coaching calls with my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing students. And that's been especially more recently. Some of you are really following the podcast closely know about those. And that's just been a way for me to, you know, really get to know those course students better and help them better. But at the same time, you know, let you guys in on that stuff so that you're you're able to hear uh, some of the issues that these students are having and maybe be helped in return. And I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from that. So that's kind of a new thing that I was trying with the podcast. And I think I'm going to continue to do that because you guys are giving me great feedback on that and saying that it's helping. And again, it, sometimes if you have guests on that are really successful jazz musicians or just really great musicians in general, um, and sometimes that can be intimidating or feel unattainable. And then sometimes when you just have regular people like um, Ina Denekamp, we recently had an episode, a coaching call with her where you know she's 68 years old and completely rocking it and just crushing it on my course. It's really inspiring to hear you know, stories like that of, of people who are, you know, just hobbyists even, or, you know, maybe just at a lower level, but are really doing great things with their music and musical improvement. So that was the point of that. 
Um, so let's talk about some products I came out with to help you guys a little bit better this year. And you know, products is the way I support what I do here at Learn Jazz Standards. I don't do it by ads. I don't do it by sponsored content. I prefer just to do it by stuff that I can help you out better with. And that is generally my eBooks and my courses. So in March, I came out with the Jazz Standards Playbook. And that has been really awesome. I also did a companion course with that. A lot of you have signed up for that companion course in addition to the ebook. And a lot of people have gotten a lot of value out of that. And that's been another community aspect where there's people in the community discussion board posting things, their assignments, and you know give others giving feedback and also myself giving feedback. So that's been a lot of fun. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about that book, and that is one consideration for another book that I might come out with this year, which would be Volume 2 of the Jazz Standards Playbook. If that sounds like something you're interest, interested in, you know, give me a thumbs up, you know, send me an email. <clears throat> be glad to hear from you about that. Because um, ultimately, I don't want to make anything that's not going to help you guys more. But that seemed to be very helpful. So thanks to everybody who purchased that book. That has been really great. And then in August, I relaunched my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing course. Many of you remember that that was the first course I ever came out with. And it was called 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing and had been around for a few years. And through the course of time, I realized that there are certain things that I could do to make it even better, uh, to support the community a little bit better, to you know help those who maybe were less advanced and help those who are more advanced to have a couple of different, different pathways, different options that they could choose. If they didn't have as much time to practice, they would have you know a practice routine that was a little bit easier to get through. And if they had a lot more time to practice, they could do a little bit more of a challenging one. So I did a bunch of different changes on that course. It was still the same overall thing. And I was really surprised how many of you were just all on board and signed up for that course. And honestly, 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing to me is the absolute best thing that exists exists on LearnJazzStandards.com. And my ear training course, How to Play What You Hear is awesome. My eBooks like the Jazz Standards Playbook or Zero to Improv, those are really great. And I like have a lot of pride in those. But 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing for me is, is, the, is the most beneficial I feel that can help people and I've gotten that feedback from you guys and especially from this this you know 30 steps to better jazz playing 2.0 I've just heard so much positivity about how this course is helping and even more than that is looking into the community discussion board and just seeing everybody encourage each other everybody just encouraging each other it is like heartwarming uh to wow i mean it's just it's been amazing to watch how encouraging and how positive because oftentimes you know in in musical circles or jazz circles you know people are afraid to show what they're doing and you know play in front of people because they're f- afraid of being judged and that's just the opposite of what's happening in the community in 30 steps to better jazz playing and i'm so proud of that i'm so proud of all the students in there i i'm, I'm just so proud like i just you know the the students are the ones that make the course awesome. I'm just providing the material. I'm just providing the framework and you know the resources and help. But the students inside just make that course so valuable for everybody. So big thanks to all the 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing students. I super appreciate you. You guys are awesome. And you've made this year super awesome for me and just really made me double down in believing in what I do on Learn Jazz Standards. And just, uh, I don't know, you, just, you guys make me feel good. So thank you so much. 
And the one of the last things that I did was we started selling the software Band in a Box here. And uh, the reason I started selling that is because I saw this as something that a lot of you were in need of. You know, in general, I talk about, you know, playalongs and backing track software like Band in the Box and how you shouldn't use that as your sole way to be learning jazz and practicing jazz. Uh, it should only be used as a tool. And I've come out with podcast episodes and videos this year talking about that. However, um, it can be a useful tool. And a lot of you I know don't always have people to play with. And having that harmonic context is important. And on top of that, we had created you know, hundreds of band in the box files for all the jazz standards that we've ever made backing tracks for. So I knew that this was something that would be helpful for you guys. And uh, it turns out it is, you know, you guys really have uh, invested in this software. And in, I really believe that PG Music does a lot of great things. I wouldn't promote it unless I felt that PG Music was a great company. And I love their support there. I've been dealing with them for years. And so I felt confident knowing that you guys would be in good hands uh, if I was selling their product. Um, so that's been a great thing to just be able to do that and put that in front of you guys and also offer my Band in a Box library of jazz standards as well. If you're interested in that, by the way, it's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash Band in a Box. So uh, that was another great thing. And one more thing on the product side that I, I guarantee that 98 or 95% of you do not know about this. Um, but I, I did a little bit of a pre-sell of my Zero to Improv companion course. And Zero to Improv is one of the first ebooks I came out with. And the, the companion course works so well with the Jazz Standards Playbook. And I felt like it helped you guys so much. It was for those who signed up for the companion course, I really felt like people were making a lot of results and it was being very helpful. So I also uh, had started working, you know, later in this year on a zero to improv companion course. I pre-sold that to just as a very, very small percentage of you. I think there's only 50 of you who I pre-sold that to who had shown interest through some surveys. And uh, I really appreciate all of you, the um, founding members of the zero to improv companion course. So uh, many of you don't know this, but I'm going to be opening this up to the public early I think actually January or February of 2019. So very soon, I'm going to be opening up that to the public. So those of you who have Zero to Improv and you want to get more value out of Zero to Improv, that's going to be your opportunity. And those of you who don't have that book, um, it's going to be a great way for you to actually get through the book and again, have a community of folks to kind of help encourage you to do things in the book so that you're actually making progress in your jazz playing. So that's coming up around the corner and uh, you can be looking for that. All right, so... Now, that's enough of that. That's kind of the what happened in general in Learn Jazz Standards. Um, so let's talk about what the top episodes of this podcast are. Um, that's always interesting for me to look back in the stats. And the reason I look back in the stats is not just to you know look at numbers, but it's to simply see what's helping you guys and what's not helping you guys, because I want to make more of what's helping you guys and make less of what's not really helping you guys. So uh, that's why stats are important to me, but I know that you're going to feel like it's interesting as well. So I'm um, looking up, bringing up my stats here. All right. So let's talk about what those top, uh, those top, episodes were. So the the top downloaded episode. Now, let's not start at the top download. Let's start at number five, right? Let's do a countdown. All right. So uh, number five, and it just barely beat out number six, by the way, which was 
how to take licks throughout 12 keys episode 117 let's give that one an honorable mention number six was episode 117 how to take licks through all 12 keys okay uh but uh, episode 114 got the number five slot and it was minor tonality and how to build minor chord progressions um, this was a really value-packed episode. I'm not surprised it did so well. I had my old professor from uh, college, Dan Carrillo, go through everything about minor tonality, like how to build minor chord progressions, where they come from, because it's not that simple. There's three different minor scales that are being harmonized. And so there's primary and secondary uh, different options for what chords you can use. I mean, minor tonality can be complex, and he was just a golden resource for this. So that was episode 114. Definitely check that one out if you never did. And then episode number, or not episode, uh, number four, episode the top four episode was episode 100, which was my jazz mentor gives you his best tips, his best jazz tips and advice. Okay, this was uh, this one I'm also not surprised on. And this one is also a little personal for me because I had a guest on, uh, Justin Nielsen, who used my teacher, my mentor, who really started me on the path to jazz. And I wanted to have him on for episode 100 because episode 100 is a special episode. And he just shared so much stuff and it was just a feel-good episode. And... Yeah, really, if you want to know where I get a lot of my ideas about learning to play jazz and music, listen to that episode because he's really someone who's really influenced me. All right, the top three, the third top episode, I'm not saying that right, the third top episode, whatever, number three is episode 97, which is using the 80-20 rule for productive 30-minute practice. Um, that was a great episode as as well. Um, so that that would talk that took the number three spot. Um, this would have been very early in the year, uh, January, I believe. And the eighty twenty rule, I talk about how you know eighty percent of your results come from twenty percent of the things that you actually do, and that's just a rule that's been established. There's many books that have been written about that, and I was just applying that to jazz practicing and trying to dig into. You know, what things can we practice in the practice room that are that are really giving us the most results? And then we can kind of ignore or or at least just put some of the other stuff on the back burner and really focus on the things that are working. So that was uh, episode 97. Okay, the number two most downloaded episode for the Learn Jazz Standards podcast 2018 was how to start crushing it on the blues. How to Start Crushing on the Blues, episode 110. And on this one, I had special guest Nick Manella from the 10-Minute Jazz Lesson podcast. And I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with his podcast as well. He does a great job over there. And I had him on a guest to talk a little bit about the blues. And we sort of talk about the blues together and how important it is. And I'm definitely doing some more talking about the blues uh, in the future. In fact, just this month, I came out with an episode on the blues. So I'm going to be talking a lot more about that because uh, I saw that, hey, you guys really like the blues. So, um, but that was a great episode, episode 110, how to start crushing it on the blues. All right, are you ready for this? Drum roll, please. I don't know if you can hear my drum roll on my desk. Episode 124 got the number one slot, and it was the only three th- big three things you need to be practicing as a jazz musician. That's episode 124, the only big three things that you need to be working on. Uh, as a jazz musician. This uh, was a great episode. This is uh, really 
a lot of my philosophy, and this is especially my philosophy in my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing course, my philosophy of the things that we should be working. And those big three are, be, are technique, jazz repertoire, and jazz language. And in that episode, I really dive deep into all of those different things and what you should be doing within them and how to actually approach them. So that is definitely an episode. Um, I guess I wasn't surprised that they took the number one slot. I mean, it was a great episode and honestly, it's a really important one to me. So I'm glad that it did so well. Uh, So that was episode 124 that took the number one downloaded slot. Okay. So now to close up this special episode today, Let's talk about what my favorite episodes were, because believe it or not, none of those episodes were my favorite ones. Um, It just doesn't diminish any of the other ones at all, just that they weren't the ones that I loved the most. So I'm going to talk about what my favorite solo episode was and my favorite guest episode, because as you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, I do a lot of solo episodes on the show where I'm just doing jazz lessons or walking through some tips uh, or giving examples. And then I also do guests, have guests on like the one with my jazz mentor and stuff like that. So let's start with what my favorite, uh, my favorite solo episode was. Okay, my favorite so- solo episode. Favorite solo episode goes to episode 127, How to Maintenance Practice to Keep Up Your Jazz Skills. So episode 127, How to Maintenance Practice to Keep Up Your Jazz Skills. And the reason I like that one so much is because, um, and I told this story in that episode, if you listen to it, I woke up in the morning and it was podcast recording morning. And so that was that's what I do. I have my week scheduled out, right? And so I was going to record the podcast and you know, I have a list of ideas always, but I was thinking to myself, "Oh man, you know, I really haven't been able to practice a lot lately. I've been so busy. I'm in the middle of all these projects. Like this is crazy. I was in the middle of the 30 steps to better jazz playing relaunch." And so I thought to myself, "Man, I just wish I could practice a little bit." And then it hit me, hey, why don't I do a maintenance practice session in 30 minutes and just kind of walk through what I would do to maintenance practice and at the same time do a little bit of practicing. And it wasn't like the most thorough maintenance practice session because I was also explaining what I was doing as I was doing it, but it was fun to be able to actually practice on the show and then realize actually how valuable it was too. And the way I knew that is because I got lots of emails from you guys and comments on the show notes and stuff like that saying, whoa, that was really awesome. I really enjoyed that. Do some more of that. So even though it didn't make the top five, it really got a lot of feedback from you guys. So that's really cool. And I always pay attention to those things for sure. So that was my favorite solo episode of 2018 was 127, how to maintenance practice to keep up your jazz skills. All right. So my absolute favorite, uh, my favorite guest And this was a hard one to pick. My favorite guest show was hard to pick because we had a lot of really good guests on the show this year. Like, you know, we we had a lot of good guests. It was hard to pick which one. And I encourage you just to go through the list if you haven't, uh, weren't listening to a lot of episodes this year, but just to look through all of our guests because we had so many good ones, so many great ones that, you know, we're going to have a lot more great ones in 2019. But all right, I'll, I'll just get to the point here. My favorite one was episode 98 which was on January 22nd when that came out, How to Beat the Brain Game for Musical Freedom. And I liked this one for two reasons. First of all, I was biased because I had my older brother on the show. (laughs) I had my older brother on the show, and he has a PhD in performance and sports psychology. And so 
we deal with that a lot as musicians, right? You know, having this mindset issues and, you know, having to work on feeling good about our playing and battling, you know, comparing ourselves to other people. So I always like to have episodes like this on, uh, on the podcast. And so I'm a little biased because they're just my brother, but at the same time, the other side of me that says this is my favorite episode for, for a guest is that, um, he's actually a really good teacher, like a really good teacher. Um, I think more than I even realized he's a good teacher, uh, until we did this podcast together and he like laid down so many great tips that like, I haven't even quite digested all of them quite yet, but they're like really good stuff. So I would highly suggest go checking out episode 98, how to beat the brain game for musical freedom with Matt Vartstra. He did such a great job on that. And uh, yeah, it was a great episode. So that was my favorite episode there. All right, so that concludes that. So if you're actually listening to this on New Year's Eve, congratulations, you are an absolute Learn Jazz Standards fan. <laughs> I appreciate having you. If you're listening uh, you know, later on in the week or even a couple weeks from now, you know, listen, I wish you all the best in 2019. All I can tell you is I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be right there for you. I'm going to continue keeping coming out with great content for you. I'm going to continue serving you the best I know how to do. And I'm going to continue coming out with more things that are going to help you. So I'm going to be there right along with you. And I hope that you have big goals for your jazz playing. And I hope that you are reaching for some deep stuff. And, you know, if you're looking for something to get started with the new year, you know, maybe you have a new year's resolution to become a better jazz musician. I talked a little bit about my 30 steps to better jazz playing course, among other things that I did, including the jazz standards playbook. Feel free to dig into one of those. And uh, I think that that's going to set you up for a lot of success um, for 2019. And uh, that's it. That's it. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next year. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.